Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Celebrating Life by Jenny Ford My sister Libby knows what she wants for a memorial service when her time comes, I said as I spread jam on a buttered slice of fresh Irish wheaten bread. She wants people to come for a barbecue in her yard at her North Carolina mountain home. There's a flat grassy spot up under the trees at the end of their gravel driveway, looking down at the valley, birds chattering maybe even a donkey brain. She's got a list of her favorite music to play. It's even on her phone. Folk music, rock and roll, she wants people to enjoy remembering her and the things she loves. I glanced up at my friends as I leaned back and bit into the jam and bread. They stared at me in shock. I paused, thought about what I'd said and what they might have thought they'd heard, and burst out laughing. During my visit with old friends across the pond, we three were settled in for a long chat to catch up with each other's lives. Mark, Kathy, and I were spread on their comfortable sitting room chairs. We simultaneously were deep into Northern Ireland's tea and biscuits custom for sharing time together. Out the picture window, a hill full of sheep across the road had their noses in the grass. A shadowy blue sky threatened dampness to come, as usual. Our conversation had crossed into the harder parts of life. Changes that came with age made inroads for all of us. More importantly, we talked about losses of people close to us. We compared how we had or had not been able to talk about a coming death. We chatted about traditions, habits, preparations, and surprises that we'd experienced. And then we came to musing about ourselves and our own plans. I'd been thinking, we can compare the Irish traditions to how we colonists do this across the pond. And so that's why I mentioned Libby's planned memorial service. It was a modern example of doing remembrances in the American South. They had told me about Irish gatherings to celebrate the life of those who had passed. Those gatherings expand to embrace the larger meaning of life. People sing traditional songs, recite poems, pray, toast the departed, recount stories and tales. It runs late into the night since there's plenty of refreshments. Mourners bring food and drink contributions, including a bit of traditional whiskey to share. Guests bring flowers and condolence cards. Some folks dance and play a few games. The deceased is meant to be accompanied throughout the celebration, perhaps with a rotation of attending persons. Modern wakes might forego older customs, stopping clocks at the hour of death, opening a window for the soul to depart to heaven, and covering mirrors that could be darker gateways for a soul. 
At the mention of Irish reciting poems, I remembered an earlier visit to Northern Ireland. At my hotel breakfast, the elderly gentleman who served me asked where I was from. On hearing Tennessee, he cheerily asked, Do you know Sam McGee? He saw my puzzled expression. Now Sam McGee was from Tennessee, where the cotton blooms and blows, why he left his home in the South. He was instantly deep into reciting with glee an adventure story told in rhythmic verses. You've never heard The Cremation of Sam McGee by Robert Service? I promised I'd memorize it before I saw him the next morning at breakfast. Later, on that earlier visit, I told Mark and Kathy about the amazing breakfast poetry. Oh, the Robert Service poem, Kathy nodded. It's common pub entertainment. My doc can recite it at the drop of a hat. And so, once again, when I just explained to Mark and Kathy about my sister Libby's plans, we were suddenly in that familiarly unexpected territory where our common language had obscured our different customs. Oh no, not that kind of barbecue, I quickly explained when I could stop laughing after seeing Mark and Kathy's horrified faces. Libby wants to be cremated. Mark laughed out loud. Thank you, Lord. When you said barbecue, we New Americans did things differently, Kathy agreed. We all paused to tuck into our tea and biscuits. I added more detail. They'll mix her ashes with her dog Molly's ashes. I'd expected to alleviate any remnants of distress. Instead, I now saw new furrows of worried tension in my friend's brows. I jumped back into the breach. Uh, Molly's already in ash format. She was a black lab who had a long, happy life. We were back into full-out gut-busting laughter. Who'd ever thought we'd be laughing so hard about this? Mark gasped as he wiped tears from his bright red face. Copyright 2023, Jenny Ford. Growing up in the South means learning life lessons from family stories. Jenny Ford learned a few things that way. She also found out that later you get to tell stories, too. Depending on who's in the room with you, you might need a few hours to get to the bottom of what all happened. Jenny likes exploring, sharing, and listening to the stories around her. She lives in a little post office box on Sullivan's Island, South Carolina. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.